Welcome to the Divorced and Happy Podcast, where we discuss all things act two. I'm your host, Sadie Marie. On today's episode, Can You Feel Me, Men and Emotions, I get some coaching from my guests, Lee and Larry, on how I can foster more emotional connection with men. Plus, we also have a delicious discussion around the F word. That's feelings, people, and the many benefits to expressing feelings with those we're in relationship with. I know, guys talking about their feelings, that's just so hot. If you're ready to grow in your EQ and shift your mindset around men and emotions, listening to this episode is a must. If you've found value in my podcast or are just listening for the first time but really enjoy today's episode, I'm going to ask you consider buying me a cup of coffee. It's easy. Just visit www.buymeacoffee backslash Sadie Marie, and you can buy me a cup or two online. And I thank you for your support. Now let's meet my guests, transformational life coaches, Lee Hopkins and Larry Perry. Larry and Lee, my team L, my mighty team L to talk about men and emotions. Can you feel me, Larry and Lee? <laughs> can you feel me? Absolutely. Absolutely. I know Larry is coming from DC and Lee is coming from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Well, I am so excited about this conversation. I've been thinking about it for a while. Let's just dive right in. Gentlemen, I have to ask this right out of the gate. What motivated you or inspired you or made you say yes when I invited you to be on a podcast about feelings? (laughs) I'm so curious. Yeah, is that right? It looks like Larry wants to speak first. <laughs> I, uh, Lee, I got a little warm over here just thinking about it, and you may have heard something come out there. Uh, after after learning a little more about like what your curiosities were surrounding the different perspectives of men, you know, I, I felt that the world could just use more voices that that resemble like a diverse walk in li- of life, you know, based on emotional awareness and sort of needing to debunk the myth of, of, of all of this toxic masculinity that floats around uh, in society. I agree. So, yeah. yeah. We're going to do a little yeah. bit of that today, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so mine, I would like to just say ditto, but <laughs> that's too easy. You know, I really wanted to be on because I realized that the emotions and talking about those is really the key to helping uh, create a happy relationship to just being happy yourself. So I know men are always taught that you don't have feelings. So I, I, I have feelings. And and women are taught that we have too many. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, can we just balance that out? Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Well, I will, I'm going to just make a confession right away. I had an aha moment that sparked this podcast episode. Lee, I think you'll, and, and Larry too, I think you'll both agree that what we believe we attract. Yes, I wholeheartedly believe that. Our mindset attracts what we experience. Absolutely. So negative Mm -hmm. beliefs around men and emotions maybe isn't serving me well. Would that be fair to say? Absolutely. I I mean, I would say it would be because, you know, if you're always looking for it, then it's going to be there. You're going to miss the thing If I keep saying men are emotionally unavailable, I'll probably Mm -hmm. keep attracting Men who are emotionally unavailable. Unavail- Larry, you're exactly. genius. Look at you yeah. over there in DC. <laughs> I've been limiting my mindset and I've been limiting 
Well, I've been limiting men with my mindset. I'll say that again. I've been limiting men with my mindset and I don't want to do that anymore because one, I don't like to be limited. I don't Mm -hmm. like it when I feel limited. I want to be able to fully express myself as a human. Mm -hmm. So I need to be done limiting men around emotions. So today is the day, Larry and Lee. It's a new day for Sadie Marie. So you know what my new mantra is, guys? You know what my new mantra is? Are you, are you leaning in? Are you leaning? Okay. uh, Yeah. My new mantra is emotionally available men are everywhere. They are everywhere. Yeah. It's raining raining emotionally available men. Doesn't that just feel good to say? It just feels good to say. And I've noticed, because I've been saying it a little bit in the last couple of weeks, I haven't publicly declared it. Today is my public declaration. But when I've been saying it more lately, I've been attracting more emotionally available men. It's fantastic. Because so like attract how, likes, right? Yeah. So is that why we are here? Exactly. We kind of popped up for exactly. you. Exactly. You, <laughs> you yeah. met. I started saying it, and I met Lee, and we had this great chat, and then I met Larry, and we had this great chat, and now look at we're doing this episode on men and emotions. It's delicious. And they're all going to hear it, and they're all going to know to come over here. Yeah. So we we all have these old tapes, right? That we've bought into how we've been conditioned through culture. Mm-hmm. One being that men are emotionally unavailable. So I want to ask you two gentlemen, how do we start changing this message? Is it through our own individual actions and what we put out? How can we, hmm. this is one burning question I have that I really want to dig into today with you too. How do yeah. we start shifting the needle on this? Because we need to, it's time. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to jump in on this. You know, I think what we're doing right now is talking about it, taking that shame of having emotions and expressing them, like kind of figure out what they are. So first of all, if you're a guy out there and you're listening, you have feelings. So we can start there. Just acknowledge that they are, they are there and they exist and talk about it. And we'll, we'll share our experiences just to take the shame out of it. So I think right now you changed your mindset. You flipped your mindset. I hope that we can talk yeah, about new other's mindset. So excited about yeah. my new mantra. Yeah. What is your mindset, Lee and Larry, around <laughs> emotions? I mean, you're on this podcast, clearly something in you. I know, Larry, you were speaking to this yeah. earlier, has shifted. And you want to talk more about it as coaches with men and right. women. I would say, Sadie, that my mantra is understand who you're being, right? Understand who you're being at any given moment. So when you're faced with circumstances and the circumstance may be expressing your emotion, then you just need to understand who you are. So we talked about being aware, but just understand who you're being in the moment. This allows you the opportunity and ability to be who you want to be for the circumstance and to whoever you're, you know, you're talking to, or you're in a relationship with, or that you meet. And I think it starts with vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, the key is vulnerability, right? Uh, be vulnerable, um, be as transparent as possible. And again, just owning who you are in the moment is where yeah. it starts. You know, I really like that. I subscribe to the owning who you are thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's imperative that you know exactly what you're feeling and thinking at the time, because your emotions drive your actions. So right. if you're, sure you have this, yeah, if you have this weird feeling come out of nowhere, like a mm-hmm. sudden burst of anger, because it's so easy to look at anger, sudden burst of anger, boom. Well, I don't remember who I was or why I was with. It's just a tornado just came through, you know? That's so right. paying attention to that is it's key. And how, as gentlemen, when you've lived in a society that has over and over and over told you, do not feel, do not express your feelings. Mm. I mean, that's powerful. 
Oh, or yeah. or Ooh. women, you know, and I think as women, we don't realize how we reinforce that. Oh, my we goodness. Do. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I was in a uh, clubhouse a room and then you talked about mm. clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So I was in the clubhouse room and I heard these men talking about how they would never, ever, ever bring anything to their wives to talk about. No emotional anything. Mm. All these men were saying, I'm going to save that for my side chick. I was like, what are you talking about? You're supposed to build this emotional connection to your wife. Now, there were some guys in there that were like in their 50s or late 40s, 50s who were really saying, hey, that's not the way to go, young guy. You know, you've got to open up and all that stuff. These guys were like rock solid. They were in their 20s. No way. Not talking about on the point where women reinforced that there were other women in the room too saying the same thing backing it up like yeah you better not cry in front of me wow that's where we come from yeah so how do we shift the needle on that is it i mean i think it's fantastic that you two are having this conversation with me and so i want to talk more about action steps that can help people who are listening men women who are listening make different choices so that you can be a full human being because i know as a woman i've been limited around how i'm supposed to feel how i'm supposed to behave and i don't want to do that anymore to myself and i don't want to do that anymore to men Mm -hmm. larry you're talking about being really present with who you are and being transparent what are some things that you do daily to help you connect with your feelings to connect with your emotions and to to express them with yourself or with others in your life. I always say, do the work, right? This is it. Do the work, do the work, do the work. After, and the second thing that I would say is therapy, 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 if right. you yeah. have not gotten to that place in life. Mm-hmm. So depending on where you are on your journey, first, therapy, therapy, therapy. Second, express those emotions as they come up, right? Express exactly where you're feeling and be comfortable with them and know that this is part of the journey. You're going to feel these things because you're human. And the other thing is find a means to a means to express and communicate it to someone that's close to you or that mm-hmm. you love so that mm-hmm. it then becomes the norm. And there's, there's no separating what, you know, the gender, the roles of gender play with respect to emotions because we're all human at the end of the day. And, and I think it's important to practice expressing and practice expressing. And, and how I do it is I practice with my daughter. Uh, I have a nine-year-old daughter and I practice with her. I use the opportunity to connect with her and her feelings and where she is with her anger. And I ask her about the color of this pain and the fears that come up. And we work through those and, we, and, and, and it develops a lot of patience in me that then turns into compassion and acceptance. So that that's something that I I typically practice on a regular with my kid uh, that helps me, but also people that I coach. Yeah, you know, on that, because you're talking to your daughter, it really shows like she's going to be set up for success. If she goes out and she dates a man, she's going to be like, I need somebody like my dad who can talk about feelings. So starting it right there, starting to push the needle, but for the next generation. So yeah. I, I really subscribe to also the, the emotion thing. You talked about connecting with our emotions. So what I really like to do is say what I'm feeling feeling out loud. Say what I'm feeling out loud. So even to yourself, I, uh, what's that? Even to yourself, if no one's in the room, you absolutely. Say, I'm feeling. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's usually to myself too. <laughs> 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 but I, I like, yeah, I feel I, and if I can't figure it out, like if I'm feeling angry, or, or stressed out. Like, well, why am I feeling stressed out? Pause, stop, hold on. Don't do anything else. Deal with the stress first. Recognize that it is a feeling. You know, I had a friend who he's just was so anxious that he was having so much trouble expressing it. He just one day, he just like cried a whole lot. 
Mm-hmm. He was just crying a whole lot mm-hmm. because there was no room to get out this emotion. He was taught, like every, like a lot of men, don't express your emotion. But when I talk to him, I say, hey, how do you feel about this thing? Let's talk about the feeling that you have and where it's coming from. Pay attention to that. So because it is part of you. You can't go around ignoring that. And, um, you know, part of the reason why I say it out loud is to get it out of my head so I'm not reinforcing my own thoughts. Get it out. And another way you can also get it out too is, is journaling. Like oh, write I love it that down. you said journaling. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, tell me about the journaling awesome. process for you. For What's me? your process like? And what, what does it look like for you? Do you journal about how you want to feel or? Oh, yeah. There's some affirmations. Um, I do that. I'm like, well, I, I am a, I have one that's like, I'm a a feeling being who occasionally thinks. So I want (laughs) to make sure that I say that I do feel first and acknowledge that, push that forward. So that's one of them. And then definitely um, when I have a really intense emotion, I write it down. I write that down. It may not be a whole paragraph or anything like that. It's like, I felt this way about that thing. And that's enough for me. And I come back to it maybe a couple of weeks later and think, oh, why? Why was I that way? You know? Mm-hmm. Awesome. How about you, Larry? Do you journal? Uh, so I'm not the biggest journal, say, but I have in the past. Typically what I what I would use it for is just to express myself, express how my day was. And then throughout that, you know, uh, that expression, you know, it led to how I felt, you know, the times that I, were, I was angry or upset about a situation maybe in the office or uh, just walking down the street and running into a stranger that, that uh, you know, uh, didn't appear to accept me in society. So I, I haven't kept that up, but I totally agree with Lee on just being able to say it out loud, write it down, and then go back and to reflect on who you were being mm-hmm. at that moment. So what would you say to men who, if you were to say, I journal, who were to look at you and say, oh, that's, how do you do that? That's what, that's for women. That's what women do. <laughs> because I've had a lot of conversations well, in the last month with my male friends around journaling to see who does it and how they go about it. And some of them yeah. have responded that way. And my ah. response has been, you're limiting yourself. You should try it out. That's too bad. That's too bad. When I think of journaling for women, I think of a diary, but you know, see, interesting. I <laughs> I mean, and also when I was a kid, there was a cartoon called Doug and he journaled every day. He's like, I don't know if you're familiar with that, not. but it, oh, it's a cartoon. Well, he journaled every day about his day. So anyway, it's for everyone to do because everyone can write. I mean, everyone has uh, the ability to to do this or if they can, you know, write down what you're feeling and your thoughts. It's not, you know, it's just, it's so perplexing to me because I'm thinking about how limiting, talking about limiting ourselves and people limiting themselves. Way back in the day, women weren't allowed to even write, you know, they wrote under men's pen names, men, male names. Right. You couldn't be a female author. Correct. Exactly. No one would and listen the, to. Exactly. And then, okay, now fast forward to uh, 2021 and men are saying writing is for women. What? That doesn't make no sense. That makes no sense to me. So let's make it make sense and uh, just write it down. It's um, it's really easy. It's very therapeutic and you're going to learn something new and about free. yourself. it's free. Yeah, it is. Everyone, it's free. <laughs> Journaling is free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Patterns of possibility, Lee. I know that is for you with your coaching. That is your mission to teach people new patterns of possibility. Yes, absolutely. How do you connect that to the, the possibility that you've received through connecting with your feelings, connecting with your with emotions. Feel- well, the key is, like I said, emotions drive everything. So I have a, a coaching method or ideology. Uh, it's called the beat. And 
that is your entire essence at one point in time. So your entire essence, your beliefs, your emotions, your actions, and your thoughts. So you have your beliefs. Those are things that were probably implanted into you when you were younger. Mm -hmm. You're really not paying attention. They just are there. Mm -hmm. They're just running around in the background. And then however you believe, whatever your beliefs are, they will drive your feelings, your emotions. And then your emotions will drive you to act. And the action will drive you to think about how it benefits you. Because mm -hmm. we always do something that will benefit us. Yes. So the emotion in there is one thing that we can recognize, right? We can see that and we can see the action also. So if we, like we take pause, think about who we who are we being in that time, then we can really assess the situation. Because uh, there are situations that you know you're going to step into and you're going to feel upset about, or you're going to feel happy about. You know those things, but there are, there are smaller things that you're not paying attention to that you're not aware of that is causing an emotion as well and you're not catching it like so it's important to be able to recognize that oh this is a pattern of behavior mm -hmm. and i need to change that i mm -hmm. want to change that or a strong emotion comes over you and you're not quite sure why then you have to assess the situation and kind of figure out where you are so it's all about um i think of um your beliefs or your emotions and your actions as like a, a safe point where you can stop right there and kind of observe. And if you feel that same kind of thing again, stop right there, observe, look and see if it's the same thing, then decide whether you want to be here or not. Your emotions will really drive all the things that you do. Emotions are guides. Yeah, and They really exactly. do guide us to get us to somewhere else. Mm hmm. Yeah. And, you know, um, I studied uh, uh, Robert Plutchik. He was uh, a psychologist who did motivational psychology, studied motivational mm -hmm. psychology. He says there are eight emotions. This is where I get to be. There's eight emotions and every single one of them is there to benefit you in some way, to help mm -hmm. you experience life. So if you only know two or three of those things, you're missing out on a whole lot of life. Absolutely. Mm. When I really sit with my anger that I've had, men are doing this wrong. Men aren't emotionally available. Men need to change. Men need to, need to be different. I think <laughs> what, what's beneath that is grief. I have a deep grief that society, including myself, have conditioned men, reinforced men to not be emotionally available. And thus I cannot connect with men in the way I can connect with women in a way that I want to connect with men. So I think my anger, if I'm just being completely transparent, around all of that is grief. Mm -hmm. I feel a deep sadness that mm -hmm. we as a society have given this message to men. It is a loss. It is a loss. And so that is mm -hmm. why I'm motivated highly to have conversations like this and to change my own mindset and have a new way of thinking around it, have my new mantra, mm -hmm. because because I want to have that hopefulness and that positivity. Absolutely, men can talk about and express their feelings because they feel them every day. Mm -hmm. And I, as a human, want to encourage that and not discourage that. I want to support that and not get caught up in my own anger or grief. I'm, I'm so curious and thinking about this and, and you saying that you want to support, but have you ever seen a man? And cry, cry, cry. How what? How was that experience? I was raised by oh. a really emotionally available man. He was. He's always kind of set this bar for me. So on some level, it's always been sort of a mystery for me because my dad is incredibly emotionally available. 
I mean, he was the one I would call when a guy broke up with me or I had a bad day and oh. I needed someone to listen mm-hmm. to me, right? So I've always known what can be mm-hmm. because I was raised by a dad like Larry who would talk to me in the way that Larry talks to his daughter. Mm-hmm. And so I know what's possible, but then there's just so much that gets in the way of that possibility. And I have to also own how I contribute to that, right? Because Got my it. anger Got around it. it and my grief around it isn't changing. Yeah. It isn't bringing me what I want, mm-hmm. right? And so I I need to do my own internal work. How am I being emotionally available? How am I being compassionate? Right. How am I being more empathetic? You know, I know how society has limited me because of my gender. I don't really like that so much. So why am I limiting men? I need to stop doing that. I need yeah. to stop being part of the problem. But I know the underlying, really the underlying uh, energy around why I've said negative things is because I have a deep grief around it. And I think women need to talk about that and own that grief and heal that grief in, in, within ourselves so that right. we can be more compassionate towards mm-hmm, men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, we are much more motivated to change when someone is empathetic and compassionate, right? right. Versus right. being angry right. at us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. Delicious. <laughs> Isn't this so hot? <laughs> are you feeling me, gentlemen? I'm feeling, I'm feeling you. you. I'm feeling <laughs> you over there in DC and Chicago. <laughs> so, okay. So are you willing to change that context, right? Are you willing to change that outlook? That yes. You have? I am You're highly willing, right? motivated because guess okay. what, Larry? It isn't working for me. Awesome. And then earlier. So I'm highly motivated. Said, yeah. You also said Look that. Look at him coach me over here. This is fun. Am I? No. No, no, no. no, no. I like it. I like it. It's a good, you know, in the moment. Lee and Larry coach and Sadie. I like it. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> hey, I was thinking earlier. LL Cool Sadie. Right. We're going to go on tour. Watch out, everybody. We're coming to your there town you next. Are. Coming to your town. <laughs> So, yeah. So, okay. I was just wanting to curiously know if, if, uh, you know, you were willing to change that and you said yes, right? I am committed. Uh, And also earlier committing myself. Yes. I think you said you were starting to meet a lot of men that were emotionally available more. Okay. So you're meeting more. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what if, what if I, if I ask you, Hey, are you willing to meet more of those men? And then what would you think about the old thought process of the men are not available versus this choice of men really being available because I'm meeting more of them. Which one would you pick? Well, I'd absolutely pick the one I want, which is okay. men are mo- more emotionally available. Okay. So what's protecting you from that thought right now? What's protecting me from that thought right now? Yeah. Of, 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 of embracing that thought that men are available versus Oh, I am. I want, I, I, I feel like I am trying to embrace that thought. It feels good to embrace that thought. It Mm -hmm. feels, it feels like I'm not limiting myself. I'm not limiting men. I feel lighter around it. I feel more jovial, happy. I mean, it just shifts everything. When I think about the opposite, I feel very heavy and sad and hopeless. I don't want to feel that way. Right. So what if, what if you didn't have to think that? What if you didn't have to think that the other way that creates that sadness? So if you didn't have to think about men in this light that created sadness for you, Mm -hmm. but you thought about them in this other place where you felt really good. How would that be for you? That would be (laughs) freeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you're on that journey is what I'm hearing. Yes, I am. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I I just wanted to jump in really quick here because I'm thinking about kind of two different conversations here. And Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure I I square it up with me because I'm thinking, is there something me as a man can do to, Mm -hmm. to help with emotion, help other men with emotions? But I'm also hearing something like, what can I ask a partner to do or what would I want my partner to do to make it safe for me 
to share emotions? Because I hear you saying that you want to be a safe person. Mm -hmm. So what can you do to make it safe for me to speak to you about what I'm feeling? What I'm hearing that do? too. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, again, I think it's practicing more compassion and practicing yeah. more. Well, I thought you wanted to, wanted me to kind of say something or from the men's point of view, like yes, what would we like our women to yeah, tell us help. to help us sure. be more, yes. more, more safe? So yeah, I would really like it if my feelings were validated. They were acknowledged. You know, I wasn't ignored about something that I said. And I think it'd be really tough depending on how ingrained it is in a man because they're going to talk about things in passing. It's going to come in passing because it's never been safe to talk mm -hmm. about a whole full-blown topic, subject, anything. No, all those feelings, no way. But if it is, the, the emotion is strong enough and maybe just in passing something happens, talk about, oh, something really quick, missed it. So I think that, especially for people who are like maybe in their 40s, 50s, pay attention to that because mm -hmm. they probably haven't been socialized to share those things and complete in full sentences, you know? Mm -hmm. So you have to be quick about it. What I'm hearing, do a little reflective listening here in real time with you, Lee, <laughs> is when you share an emotion with a partner, for her to be recognizing that that was a gift that you've just given her and she needs to say, wow, it sounds like you're really feeling blank or I hear you saying you had a hard day or I hear you saying you felt really hurt by this. What can I do to support that or what do yeah. you need from me right now? Thank you for telling me that. I appreciate mm -hmm. you sharing that with me. And actually, I want to put all the heavy lifting on your shoulders. It's terrible, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it is terrible. So I'm imagining, I'm, an ima I'm limiting men, I'm imagining that they are really emotionally crippled and they cannot even say what they're feeling. Okay. They don't know how. They just say something like, rah, 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 day, at a day. <laughs> and then they don't know how to say the feeling. And I imagine also they have no idea how to help it, how to fix it. So if you kind of, you want to support them, they probably couldn't tell you what to do. So the heavy lifting I put on you, unfortunately, but I mean, if you have the emotional awareness, then you're the one who can kind of help the situation a lot more, make him more aware of these things that will help him. But I would say that- Well, we've had a lot it, of practice as women yeah. to do what you're talking about because society has given us space for that. We do it mm. all the time when we get together with our mm. girlfriends, constantly. So it's mm. like any skill, right? The more you do right. something, the better you get at it. And if you're with True. a safe person who you can be mm -hmm. vulnerable with, even if you don't really know you're being vulnerable with that person- and you yeah. have a positive experience every time you're vulnerable, you're going to keep being vulnerable. That's right. Exactly. Right? Hearing yeah. that? Are you hearing that, anyone? Oh, hearing that. Listening? Always okay. feeling it. Always leave with feeling vulnerability. Feeling it. Feeling it. Okay. Okay. So, Always leave with vulnerability. What are some benefits to a high EQ? Because EQ now is like this buzzword. What's your EQ? People are always, you know, that you see that in a lot of social media now. Like you didn't see that years ago. Honestly, guys, I know you already know this, but... After a date, after a date, you call your girlfriend, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, he was emotionally available. It was amazing. He asked me questions and he listened and it was so exciting. I mean, you laugh, but like we celebrate that. We celebrate that stuff. So wow, awesome. the benefits, one benefit right away is that chicks are going to dig you guys. Mm. If you have a little bit of EQ, they are going to like, ur, ur. it's going to be good for you. 
It's going to be good for your dating life. But beyond the dating life, Larry and Lee, what are some other benefits? What have you experienced as a benefit with your high EQs over there? Yeah, a couple of benefits. Wow. I think, um, like you mentioned before, right? The dating world and just being available, right? Being available to any partner that you may bring into your circle, whether it's romantic or friendship or or even even a partnership or, or a co-worker relationship. I think being emotionally aware of yourself, it gives you the ability to survey the circumstance, recognize that it's not necessarily your stuff that's popping up, but it could be someone else's stuff that's popping up for them based on what just happened. And mm-hmm. your ability not to react or be reactive to that is a level of awareness that that most people don't have. And I think that's one of the bigger things for me is just to be able to not react anymore. And how does that benefit you, Larry? Else. What's the benefit when you don't react? I don't give up my power. Ah, yeah, I don't okay. give up my power. My power is here, right? Yeah. If I react to you, I give up all my power. And there you go. The dance starts. I'm circling around and we're just fighting and going back and forth. The opposite So you're observing more. Yeah, you're observing and you're being with what's present and not reacting to what's present because most times when someone reacts to something, it's not because of you. It's, it's because of some correct. stuff they already had going on before you showed up. Correct. <laughs> yeah. So, so sort of meeting them where they are and then being patient, poised and recognizing it allows me not to react, thus keeping me gaining, keeping my power and, and gaining, gaining a, a stable ground for that person if they're unstable in, in this situation. And again, it sounds like you're really practicing compassion in those moments too, because oh, you're yeah, not making absolutely. it about you. There you go. You're yeah, not it's, not, it's about not about me. me. Right, exactly. Right. It, right. it allows space for that compassion. Mm-hmm. That patience, that understanding, Mm -hmm. like, you know, just meeting, I always say meeting the person where they are, Mm -hmm. it allows for that because you, the expectations are lower. Like you don't have expectations of someone who's reacting because you know, it's not because of you. Mm -hmm. And it's just so magical. It works a lot for me. Yeah. So magical. Lee, what's the benefit for you with your high EQ over there? You know, it's just about the same. I, I would say the influences, it increases my ability to influence people because I'm making myself a safe person. I hear everything they say and I do some reflective listening. I validate their feelings. And because I'm not reacting, I'm responding rather than reacting to them. So I could be grounded and I could handle their their tirade or or their terribly terribly sad day. And I could sit with them. I can actually hold space for them mm-hmm. to share that with me without without really feeling so much of it myself. Mm-hmm. You know, so that would be it. What do you commit to every day around letting yourself have this human experience when it comes to emotions? You know, the change we want to see in the world, we have to create mm-hmm. that within ourselves, right? We have to be the change we wish to see. So I, earlier in the episode, talked about that for my own self. I need to be the change I wish to see. So what are you in your day-to-day doing? My day-to-day? Yeah. So I would say that I really like to learn something new about myself. And it sounds really small. But it's very, very important to understand, to get to the point where Larry's talking about, understand who you're being, like little, little things that um, you may not have noticed before. It's really just important to pay attention. It, It helps you raise your awareness about about things in your in your base in general and then you get to like really start feeling your emotions because you're paying attention to you so anytime i can do that i start paying attention to myself to see what's going on with myself and how how that works i'll find myself in situations where there's an intense emotion like oh it's here okay now what do i do with it because i've been paying attention to myself and i can see it's there so that's what I do all the time. Just try to do that. And also notice things about other people if I can. That's awesome, Lee. <laughs> it is. It's 
beautiful. Yeah, that's awesome. Still good to hear. And I, I think for me, right, I think um, you just sort of uh, describe what, for me, what, what happens on the daily. And it's having these conversations right here. Like, mm -hmm. this is the practice. This is the work, right? Have these conversations. It allows more and more men, if we're only talking about men or just people in general, to get familiar and used to the language that, you know, describes those emotions that we're talking about, that then describes those sensations in our body that we feel when we run through this, this gamut of emotion, of emotion. So I always have these conversations, no matter who it is, especially my friends who think that it's weak to speak mm. this way. Those are the conversations that I really have because I see the, more, the most breakthroughs in those conversations than I do with brothers like Lee. We gain, we, we enhance, mm -hmm. but I see tremendous breakthroughs from the guys who think that it's soft to speak this way. Yeah, because they've never experienced it. Yeah, they don't experience it. And they it. think yeah. that, Larry, because they've been taught to think that way. Absolutely. Right. We all were taught. Right. We were all. Right. I, I, I always say this, Sadie. I'm, at this point in my life, I'm unlearning all those things that I learned. <laughs> as am I. When I was a kid growing up as a man. And I'm now, like, incorporating this emotional awareness into, again, who I want to be and how I want to show up in the world. And it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's really blissful. When they yeah. say that to you next time, Larry, just say, EQ is sexy and women love it. And then see what they have to say. Because yeah, men, men love sex. Men love sex. EQ That's is right. sexy, That's gentlemen. Right. Ladies love me. Awesome, awesome. They'll look at then they'll look at you and like, hmm. I might make it give a little hmm. You'll have like to let the, me know. You'll have to let me know. I like those too. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> Thanks for that. So the message today, I know we're 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 wanting to say so much about this topic. Like mm -hmm. like Lee was saying before we started taping, this we could do like five different episodes. Absolutely. Uh, at minimum on this topic, yeah. but just to start the conversation just to start having these conversations. And again, for me as a woman, emotionally available men are everywhere. That is yes. my new mantra it and is. I like it. It feels good. And I, yeah. I'm choosing to have that mindset and that mindset begins the change within me. Awesome. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. And what I is like your it. mantra, Lee? And then Larry, I want to hear your <laughs> mantra. We're going to with delicious mantras here. A mantra. Wow. Oh man. Uh, it Does it have to rhyme? I don't know. No, it <laughs> does not. Do? It's not a, <laughs> that it's doesn't not have a to be a poetic mantra. <laughs> LL, well, LL Cool Sadie, this is where we're here. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Know, right? <laughs> I just heard it come back again, ladies love i heard it earlier right ladies love me <laughs> um oh, the mantra awesome. is to keep learning thank you how about you larry yeah. what's your mantra to wrap, um wrap up this delicious I, I chat? Think I, yeah i think i'm gonna go back what i said earlier right so my mantra and it's always been that for a while since i've been on this journey and that is to do the work right mm -hmm. i mean you really have to do the work the work is key. Uh, I think intellectually, we learn lots of things, but behaviorally, we, we sort of lack, you know, how to change it. Mm -hmm. So if you do the work, if you practice, you know, expressing yourself, whether it's journaling, whether it's, you know, uh, uh, just talking to, you know, your kids or your friends, right? And you said earlier, women do this all the time with girlfriends, we right? We do. We've but this is why you guys are good at it. Yeah, we're good at it. That's why we're good at it. It's awesome, why I can't awesome, talk right? about football. And we're not going to use that analogy today, Lee, because I know that, <laughs> you know that was me limiting and creating separation. But I'm just saying, I cannot talk about football. 
I mean, that would make stress me out. If someone said, okay, start talking about football, Sadie be like, oh my God, I don't know what to say. So there's, a, but that helps me <laughs> compassionate because like it, it, it gives me a metaphor to be compassionate. But anyway, yes, conversations yeah, then, like yeah, this, fantastic. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Conversations like this, being vulnerable and, and really just, you know, owning, owning the moment, owning, owning the fact that you can make it what you want to make it at that time. And absolutely. You know that power the outcome is going to be what you you want it to be. That's that's kind of how I, I I go about it on a daily, and um, it, it it's sort of it's, it's it's definitely fruitful at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. There is so, deep value in feeling. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I want to throw something in there. If we're given final thoughts yes, and please. maybe action step, increase your emotional vocabulary. Mm. Go if you only know four emotions, then you are lacking, and you need to go find out what they are and uh, the other emotions and what they feel like, Mm -hmm. because that's going to help you connect with other people. We can't have your experience. No one can have your experience. But if you can open your mouth and articulate what your experience is, then you're going to make that connection and then you'll get laid. (laughs) You sure will. You sure will, Lee. We should just end it right there. Let's just go. (laughs) Guys will be like, wait, how do I start that? Lee, how do I find you? Which leads me to say, Lee and Larry. Yes. How can a listener find you and your coaching and work with you? Awesome. Awesome. Lee, please. I think you're the expert in this area. I'll go first. Yeah. uh, Patterns of Possibility at all social medias. I have my Patterns of Possibility website and I also have a podcast of my own where I do the thing I'm talking about. I share these embarrassing stories and I tell you what I learned about them. I share you my I share my feelings about what happened because no shame. We need to we no need to, to feel. Yeah, we need to feel those things. So um podcast, look for it, patterns of possibility everywhere. All right, Larry. Awesome, Lee. Awesome. I'll be looking you up, buddy. Um so yeah, Sadie, uh you can find me on my freshly new created Instagram account Instagram. And, and that's at lp.lifefacecoaching and that's where you can find me or you could email me also at lifecoachingisgreat at gmail.com. Wonderful. I'm going to end the episode asking you both, how are you feeling right now? What's a feeling mm. you have right now? Fabulous. Mm. Fabulous. <laughs> and that is even sounds it sounds feminine too, but I'm fabulous, okay? It does not. It's a human experience. Men can feel there we fabulous. Go. There it is. We're stop limiting people. Yeah, no fabulous. limiting in this episode. Larry, yeah. how are you feeling right now? Um, wow. So right now I'm feeling like super optimistic and joyful about mm. like my whole social media presence. That's exactly what I'm feeling right at this moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, and underneath, underneath all of that, just just a lot of uh, you know, a lot of truth, power, and joy and heart right now. Wonderful. And I am feeling so happy that we had this conversation. So let us go out and feel and allow others to do the same. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, Zay. Please be sure to follow, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can also follow Sadie's Divorced and Happy podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to visit us at divorcedandhappy.net. If you've found value in my podcast or are just listening for the first time but really enjoy today's episode, I'm going to ask you consider buying me a cup of coffee. It's easy. Just visit www.buymeacoffee.com/sadiemarie, and you can buy me a cup or two online and I thank you for your support. I also want to thank my guests, Lee Hopkins from Patterns of Possibility and the People's Coach, Larry Perry, for today's inspiring conversation around men and emotions. 
I know I felt it, and I hope you did too. I'm your host, Sadie Marie, and I cannot wait to connect with you on the next podcast episode. Till then, you take good care.